February 14th. Happy one year anniversary to this podcast. And happy Valentine's Day. This is the one year anniversary of Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and it is February 14th and one year of obedience by me (laughs) and 12 months of a changed life for me. And I mean it. It has been a miraculous journey. And I'm so happy to continue it with my listeners. We are over 7,000 listening. I just wish it was all at one time, but it's all across the world And it just feels so good. And I just pray that you are starting off your day with prayer to God. And that in some way, I'm helping and encouraging that movement. Dedicating today's podcast to... Every single one of you that is listening today or will listen in the next couple of days because without you I wouldn't be able to do God's will. He placed it on my heart and you answered the call. Many, 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 many of you didn't know me and many, 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 many of you may not ever meet me, but many, 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 many of you have to know that we are connected and God is our Father and He loves us and we are here by design. Amen. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And I look forward 
to dwelling in the house of the Lord. Amen. And now accepting God's gift of love. This is from In Touch Magazine. And it says many people simply can't believe that the Lord loves them. Others think he does, but only when they perform to some imaginary standard of excellence. Why is it so hard for some of us to accept his unconditional love? One reason is that we have a hard time loving other people without restrictions. The way we show care and acceptance can be shaded by self-interest or it might ebb and flow depending on the other person's behavior. The fact that human love can be conditional causes us to wrongly assume that the Lord's that the Lord's can as well. A sense of unworthiness is another factor. But whether or not we feel deserving of God's love, the truth is that no one is worthy of his goodness and mercy. The Father's love has nothing to do with our merit. It is based solely on his grace. Jesus' work of redemption on our behalf and our secure position in Christ is what matters. To consider yourself beyond the reach of grace is to trample on the Son's sufficient sacrifice and the Father's generous gift. Like so much of the Christian life, accepting God's love is a matter of faith. Even when you can't feel it, you gotta believe it. Amen. And thirsting after righteousness from hope for each day, Acts 2-4, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. The early Christians had no buildings, no airplanes, no automobiles, no printing presses, no televisions, no radios, no social media. Yet they turned their world upside down for Christ. They started a spiritual revolution that shook the very foundations of the Roman Empire. In the face of opposition and overwhelming odds, they stayed courageous, bold, dauntless, and full of faith. They lived their lives daily for Christ, no matter what others thought. They gladly suffered scorn, persecution, and even death for their faith in Christ. What was their secret? The Bible gives us the key. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit changed their lives. And those they met couldn't help but be impressed by their love and the quality and purity of their lives. There should be nothing that keeps us from turning our world upside down for Christ. We should be thirsting after righteousness. Amen. And Colossians 3.13 
bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. So this is Pamela speaking earlier this week. Um, I was battling a little bit of unforgiveness and not so much unforgiveness, but how to move on from that. Because I believe that I had forgiven the person, but I just didn't know how to break the yoke to continue on. And I prayed and I prayed and I asked you guys to pray and I did get my answer. Here it is. God is always right on time. The command to forgive as we have been forgiven is difficult to obey. But we need to forgive people who have wronged us, even if we don't think they deserve it. If we don't, the poisons of anger and bitterness will eat away at our souls. But with God's help, we can deal with them in a way that honors him. First, if we were at fault in any way, we need to face it honestly and seek God's forgiveness. We need to do that. Then we need to ask the person to forgive us as well, even if they refuse. The next step is to ask God to help you forgive the one that hurt you. The only way to do this, I believe, is to realize how fully God has forgiven us in Christ all our lives. We don't deserve his forgiveness, yet we are justified freely by his grace. So please, listeners, open your heart to Christ and then ask him to replace your hurt and anger with his love and know that it is his will. Amen. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there. I've had you for a year. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. And so the answer is not that hard, guys. You just truly have to give your life over to God. Give him your cares, your worries, your finances, your plans. Give them all to Jesus and just lift all of that weight off of your shoulders and you'll see how well he will take care of you and all those things it's amazing the transformation that i myself have gone through i would like to say that i've known the lord all my life as most of you have if not all of you and certainly anyone who has not from this day forward you will know the lord It is amazing how I had the power all along to change my own life. And it was just by reaching out and giving it to Jesus, praying every day, 
letting him know I was there, letting him know that I trust him and just asking for his grace, his direction, and that his will be done. And it just makes a world of difference. So some of you are already there with me. The rest of you get on board because it is the best feeling. Just give it to Jesus. Just wake up and say, Jesus, take the wheel and watch how he guides you. I promise. It's crazy. I promise. Okay, Philippians 4, 8. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Dig through the scriptures and find truths from God's word to combat any false message that you may be struggling with. Write them down and memorize them. And here's a few to get you started. 1 Samuel 16, God looks at my heart, not my outward appearance. 1 Corinthians 1.30, I am free in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17, I am a new creation. My old self is gone. The next time, that you feel negativity slip into your thinking, fix your thoughts on what you know to be true. Pray and ask the Lord to replace the doubts with his words of truth. Lord, please help me control my thoughts and set my mind and heart on you alone. Amen. And Psalm 33:21, In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. God knows all the simple pleasures that you enjoy, and he created them for your delight. When the simple things that can come only by his hand fill you with contentment, he is pleased. He takes pleasure in you. You are his delight giving you peace, comfort, and a sense of knowing that you belong to him is a simple thing for him. So take a moment today and step away from the busyness of life. Take notice and fully experience some of those things that you enjoy most. Then share that special joy with him. Lord, thank you for the simple things that you bring pleasure to my day. I enjoy each gift you've given me. I invite you to share those moments with me today. Amen. And Proverbs 12, 25. Worry weighs a person down. An encouraging word cheers a person up. There's so much sorrow in the world. At any given time, there are many people within your sphere of influence who are hurting. Worry weighs them down as they face disappointment, loss, and other trials. Think about how much it means to you when someone takes the time to encourage you. So please do the same for others. 
be that voice of encouragement. There is a blessing to be found in lifting up those around you. Father, as I go through this week, make me an encourager. Provide opportunities for me to encourage those around me. I truly desire to cheer up the hearts of those who are worried. Amen. And John 20, 29. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. We can't see God. We can't take him by the hand or even converse with him face to face like we do a friend. But we still know he is present in our lives because we can experience the effects. God moves among his people and we can see it. God speaks to his people and we can hear it. The small voice. And just as we can feel the wind across our cheeks, we can feel God's presence. We don't need to physically see God to know that he exists and most importantly, that he's working. You are like the wind, Lord, powerful and fast moving, soft and gentle. We may not see you, but we can sense you. Help us to believe, even though we can't see. Amen. Awesome. Okay, Matthew 5.43. You have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. And in that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. Sometimes running into difficult people can actually be divine appointments. Maybe you're the only person that they'll see all week that wears a smile. When you happen upon difficult people whom you'd rather not talk to, or rather not take the time to pray <laughs> with, pray for your attitude to change and then pray for those people. Greet them with a smile. Look them in the eye. There is no reason to fear difficult people if you trust in God. He will show you what to do and say as you listen to his promptings. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would help me not to shy away from the people you have allowed to cross my path. Help me speak your truth and share your love boldly. Amen. Tough to do, but we gotta do it. Okay, Micah 7-8. Though I have fallen, I will rise. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. We may fall down, but God will lift us up. We may feel surrounded by darkness on every side, 
but he will be our light, guiding the way, showing us which step to take next. No matter where we are, what we've done, or what we're facing, God is our rescuer. He is our savior, and he is our friend. The devil wants to convince us that we have no hope and no future. But God's children always have a future and always have a hope. We are cherished and we belong to him that reigns in heaven above. Dear Father, thank you for giving me confidence in a future filled with good things. When I'm down, remind me to trust in your love. Thank you for lifting me out of darkness to stand in your light. Amen. And praying the mind of Christ. 2 Corinthians 10.5 We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. By reading and praying scripture and using positive statements in our prayers that claim what God has already said he will do for us, the mind of Christ is being activated in us. By taking captive every thought, we learn to know what the thoughts are of God, what thoughts belong to us, and what thoughts are from the enemy. Recognize, take captive, and bind up the thoughts that are of the enemy and throw them out. The more we commune with God, the more we fellowship with him, the more we learn from him, the more we cultivate the mind of Christ. Lord, help me to identify the thoughts that are not your thoughts. Help me purge them. In this way, I will hear you and only you more clearly so that I may be an obedient disciple. Amen. And please, listeners, know that even over a year ago, I heard the Lord's voice. I heard the Lord's plea to me as he placed his will on my life. And then I chose Valentine's Day as a love offering to God to launch this podcast. It's pray with me. Let's get these blessings started, and you can be sure God named it. Stay right there. We'll be right back to end with God's purpose for your life. We have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love 
And the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. 1 John 4, 16. You have to believe in the love that God has for you. You have to trust his love, that it isn't like human love, which is unreliable and may wound you, but is unconditional, and he always works for your good. The reason Jesus left his heavenly home and took the form of a bond servant, lived in an impoverished and sacrificial earthly lifestyle, and then died one of the most excruciating deaths in the history, was to have a relationship with you. That's how much he cares about you, desires to reveal himself to you, and longs to live with you forever. You may doubt today because you know your faults, your failings, and every reason why others shouldn't care for you. The pain of rejection can go so deep that accepting God's unconditional love could also be a challenge. But that doesn't change the fact that Jesus loves you deeply and that he is in relationship with you eternally without fail. You absolutely cannot stop him from loving you. You absolutely cannot stop him from loving you. So stop telling yourself that he doesn't. Embrace his love and love him in return. Bow your head. Jesus, sometimes I just don't feel like I deserve you, but you have made me acceptable. Help me know the fullness of your love. Amen. Yay. And with that, (laughs) we're going to end the podcast by saying good morning God you're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new so here I come to ask you God if you'll renew me too forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again dear God to walk closer in thy way. Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand. Here it is. Hold it tight. Thank you, Lord. For I can't walk alone. And I don't have to. Amen. Thank you for coming to join me on our one year anniversary of this podcast. We got all kinds of blessings started and they just continue to mount and come. So that is great. We're all going to be recipients of blessings ASAP. 
So keep being the wonderful person you are. Let your heart lead you. You are changing. You are good. You are loved. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.